Welcome to another week of Ben Barber Tech Academy Latin Classical Literature. Hi, I'm Isabella Estes, a sophomore from Legacy High School. And I'm Maddie Walker, a junior from Legacy High School. In this podcast, we will examine the book of the Aeneid, book 12. But before we get into that, let's get an overview of the long, epic poem. Stylistically rich with hexameters, teeming with adjectives, and an immersing experience fabricate this fantasy world by Virgil. Not so fast, because how are we going to know what's going on if we don't know the characters? Let me tell you some of the major characters that you will need to know. The main hero of the story is Aeneas. The Romans regarded him as the founder of Rome with help of the gods. He is a fearsome warrior and a leader able to motivate his men in the face of adversity. Latinus, a man of moderation and goodwill, gave his daughter Lavina to Aeneas after a losing battle to Turnus. Turnus is motivated by pride and personal fame that later becomes his tragic fall as it signifies the triumph of ideal of civic virtue embodied by Aeneas. In Book 12, we will dive into the lives of these three main characters as Aeneas fights for the hand of Lavina from Turnus and the ideal that Romans can live peacefully with the Trojans. Alright, now that we've met our three main characters, let us go into a brief overview of Aeneas' journey. On the Mediterranean Sea, Aeneas and its fellow Trojans flee from their home city of Troy, which has been destroyed by the Greeks. They sail for Italy, where Aeneas is destined to found Rome. As they near their destination, a fierce storm throws them off course and lands them in Carthage. Ditto, Carthage's founder and queen welcomes them. Aeneas expresses to Ditto the long and painful story of his group's travels thus far. Aeneas tells of the defeat of Troy that ended the Trojan War after 10 years of Greek siege. In the final campaign, the Trojans were tricked when they accepted into their city walls a wooden horse that, unknown to them, harbored several Greek smolders in its hollow belly. He continues on to tell how he escaped the burning city with his father, Anchises, and his, father, and his son, Ascanius, and the hearth gods that represent their fallen city. Assured by the gods that a glorious future awaited him in Italy, he sets sail with a fleet containing the surviving citizens of Troy. He continues on to tell of their time in Troy. Twice they attempted to build a new city, only to be driven away by bad omens and plagues. Harpies, creatures that are part woman and part bird, curse them, yet they also unexpectedly encountered friendly countrymen. Finally, after the loss of Anchises and a bout of terrible weather, they made their way to Carthage. Impressed by Aeneas' exploits and sympathetic to his sufferings, Ditto, a Phoenix princess who fled from her home and found a Carthage after her brother murdered her husband, falls head over heels in love with Aeneas. They lived together as lovers for a period until the gods remind Aeneas of his duty to found a new city, and he becomes determined to sail, sail once again. Ditto is devastated by his departure and kills herself by ordering a huge pyre to be built with Aeneas' castaway possessions, climbing upon it and stabbing herself with the sword Aeneas left behind. As the Trojans make for Italy, bad weather blows them to Sicily, where they hold funeral games for the dead and Kisses. The women, tired of the voyage, begin to burn their ships. However, they are outmaneuvered by the sudden downpour that puts all the fires out. Some of the travel-weary stay behind, while Aeneas, reinvigorated after his father visits him in a dream, takes the rest toward Italy. Once there, Aeneas descends into the underworld, guided by the Sibyl of Kamai, to visit his father. He is shown a pageant of the future history of the heroes of Rome, helping him to understand the importance of his mission. Aeneas returns from the underworld, and the Trojans continue up the coast to the region of Latin. The arrival of the Trojans in Italy begins peacefully. 
King Latinus, the Italian ruler, extends his hospitality, hoping that Aeneas will prove to be the born whom, according to the prophecy, his daughter Lavina is supposed to marry. But Latinus' wife, Amata, has other ideas. She means for Lavina to marry Turnus, a local suitor and the king of the Bretullians. Amata and Turnus cultivate an enmity towards the new arrived immigrants. Meanwhile, Ascanus hunts a stag that was a pet of local herdsmen. A fight breaks out and several people are killed. Turnus, riding the current of anger, begins war. Aeneas, at the suggestion of the river god Tiberianus, sails north of the Tiber to seek military support among the neighboring tribes. During this voyage, his mother Venus descends to give him a new set of weapons, molded by Vulcan. While the Trojan leader is away, Turnus attacks. Aeneas returns to find his countrymen embroiled in battle. 